back here on Sports Talk Chicago. John Zaglul, uh, make sure you tune into the podcast portion of this show. If you're trying to catch up, maybe hopping on our last segment here of the day. We're all over at Sports Talk Chicago, any one of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago on social. Follow me personally at John Z Sports. John Meadows in the driver's seat directing and producing. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Over 18,000 of you here with us. We appreciate it. Hit that like button on this video specifically. You can also subscribe for more great Bears content. We go live every Sunday, too, for all Bears games. Commentary. You can hang out with us. Watch us commentate and watch this season unfold. The good, the bad, and the ugly, to say the least. Well, we got to promise you, and we did promise you a game preview. I don't know if it really matters much, but... We do have the Bears and the Broncos facing off this Sunday. The Bears are underdogs. Yeah, you heard that right. The Bears are underdogs at home. The Broncos lost last week 70-20. to The Broncos gave up 70 points defensively. And guess what? The Broncos are favorited on the road against the Bears. That's not a joke. This is not, this is not me lying. This is true. The Broncos are favorited. Last time I looked at the lines, two and a half points. They're favorites by a field goal the Broncos, and they lost 70-20 to last week. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I've never heard of that before. Let me just say that. The Broncos, much like the Bears, are another team that are very disappointing this year, and I thought they'd be better than this, I will say. Sean Payton is an excellent NFL head coach. Probably should be a Hall of Famer one day. Super Bowl winner, established pedigree and lineage in the NFL, but so far he's 0-3. And his team gave up 70 points. Russell Wilson, believe it or not, is having a great statistical season, but he has no wins to show for it, and people are calling for his head out in Denver. But Wilson actually has a 99.5 passer rating. Bears fans would kill for that right now. So for those of you who criticize Wilson, I will say, I mean, Justin Fields is down at 67.7 on the rating scale. Fields is 526 yards, three touchdowns, four picks. Wilson, 791 yards, six touchdowns, two picks. The run game for Denver's all right. Javante Williams is their RB1, averaging only 3.8 yards per carry. Wilson has some yardage as well as some Mahe Perrine. For the Bears, believe it or not, Justin Fields is their best rusher, but he only has 109 yards. Herbert is 93, and Johnson is 90. And the Bears, from a wide receiving perspective, have D.J. Moore doing well, but a lot of his numbers have come in garbage time. For the Broncos, it's Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Brandon Johnson, all with 100-plus yards already. And Marvin Mims. They have four wide receivers already with 100-plus yards. The Bears only have two. So it's a tale of two different teams here. Denver's 0-3, and they had a really bad week last week, but I don't think they should be 0-3. They've had opportunities in which they could have won games. The two losses that they sustained were within one possession, all of, that, all of them within two points or less. They could easily be 2-1 and one right now. Easily be 2-1 and one right now. The Bears are 0-3, and, and they deserve to be 0-3. And, and I think they're going to be 0-4 on Sunday. I don't think they're going to win this football game. And I don't, I'm not going to place my faith in the Bears somehow banding together, as many Eberflus said in the press conferences this week. we got a tight group of men in there. No, it's not going to happen. The noise from the outside is reaching levels that I've never seen it reach. Because it was not like this in the media even when Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy were hanging around and Ryan Pace was hanging around. It was bad, but not like this. The noise is increasing day by day. Things are not getting better. 
And the Bears are playing all-time worst football. You got Denver's come in, and they put up points. And they've been in games. And they probably should be 2-1 and one if the ball bounced their way one time. Instead, they're on three. And they have their own issues. I think for Denver, this could be a correctable game, a let's-get-the-path-straight game, similar to what KC did last week. KC was 1-1. One one. They started out kind of wonky. Things weren't perfect. Pat Mahomes entered the game with an 89 passer rating, which is unlike him, and he turned around and performed immaculately. Now this week, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, the Denver offense, they're going to come in with the mindset of we need to win now if we want any chance to go to the playoffs. I mean, 0-3 is very tough. I don't think there's been one 0-3 team that started since the playoffs have expanded who's made it to the postseason. So maybe Denver will be the first, but even if not, at least they can salvage their season, put up decent numbers better than last year, and justify moving forward with their plan with Russell Wilson, with Sean Payton. They have a lot to play for. They're a different 0-3 team than Chicago. See, the Bears have had Matt Eberflus. Justin Fields is on a rookie deal, and Ryan Poles is a rookie GM. They just paid a ton of money to Sean Payton. They have a ton of money invested in Russell Wilson. This has to work for Denver. This has to work, because if it doesn't, they're in significant trouble, and they're going to be bad for 5, 10 years until that Russell Wilson contract ends. And Sean Payton was signed to a long-term deal that's going to pay him $10 million per year, so Payton's going to be stuck there, too. This has to get better for them. There's more of a fire under their butts. There's more motivation, and they know deep down we can win a football game. They've been close twice. They've been within two points twice before last week. The Bears haven't been close to anything. <laughs> they can't even play one good quarter of football, let alone win a game, let alone play a whole game effectively, do a complete game. These situations are way different. I'm not a big qualifier guy. I'm not a big I'm-going-to-make-excuses guy, but Denver's 0-3 is way different than the Bears' 0-3. Like, it's not even close. I'm not expecting a victory for the Bears, even though they're going to be at home, even though they're facing a team that gave up 70 points. Let me ask you this, too. The Dolphins have Tua Tagovailoa, who is the MVP of the first three weeks of the season. They have Raheem Mostert at running back. They have stud wide receivers like Tyreek Hill. They have an okay defense. They're 3-0. and Do you really think the Bears are going to put up even 20 points against Denver? Denver's defense is so bad, and the Bears' offense is even worse. What difference will it make? <laughs> you really think Fields and company are going to band together like Matt Eberflus says and put up a 30 spot, let alone even more, on Denver's defense? No way! Because the Bears have faced somewhat weak defenses. Green Bay's not perfect. Tampa's not perfect, and even the Chiefs aren't. It's not like they faced a shutdown defense yet. They faced decent defenses. Middle of the road, some of them better than middle of the road, maybe top 10, but they haven't faced an elite defense, and they're putting up nothing. You really think that this weekend they're going to put up, again, a 30-40 spot against Denver's defense? No. What's probably going to happen is Fields will have two touchdowns and a pick, maybe 205 yards, maybe 50 rushing, which, you know, everyone's going to spin his, hey, things are getting better, but they're really not because that's not acceptable. That's what he was doing last year. And the Bears are going to lose this game, I think, by still two possessions. It's going to be a two-possession loss for the Bears, in my opinion. How to predict the score today? 
knowing the Bears' defensive struggles and knowing how well Russell Wilson has played, although they've lost three, he's played well. I know they're making fun of Wilson out there in Denver, but he's actually played, he certainly played better than last year, first of all. So there's already an improvement under Sean Payton. The results might not be there, but the numbers are there. He's better. He's closer, not perfect, but closer to the Russell Wilson of old. It's going to be better than last year for Denver. So keeping all this in mind and looking at the situation, I'm going to say 30 to 17 Bears lose. 30 to 17 Bears lose. Like I said, Justin Fields might put up 200 yards and people are going to freak out because it's 200 passing yards, which is below average for a quarterback and maybe 50 rushing yards. He'll kick in, maybe a touchdown, rushing touchdown, and there will be an interception. Don't get me wrong. Might even be a pick six. The Bears are not going to win this game, and I still think it's going to be a two-possession game. Because every team the Bears face, they make the other team look amazing. They elevate the other team's game. They elevate the other team's defense because of bad play calling and Justin Fields making mistakes. And they elevate the other team's offense because their defense is the worst in football. (laughs) So no matter which way you go, no matter which way you spin it, the other team's going to look great. They're going to look like a playoff team. And Denver, I think, is going to get great motivation off this weekend winning. And if I'm wrong, so be it. But I'm not going to blame myself for picking against the Bears for the rest of this year. These first three games have shown me how pathetic the Bears are this year and how bad things are at Hallis Hall. Whether it's off the field stuff, whether it's internal, whether it's on the field, everything's a crap show. Everything's bad. 30-17, to 17, they're going to lose. It's not going to be good. The Bears, if they lose by that much, which is what I'm expecting, are going to be subject to more criticism. They're going to be subject to more hatred, (laughs) more vile on social media and calling into radio shows Monday morning and Sunday evening. But they deserve all the hate that they're getting. They deserve all the criticism that they're getting. They do. This was supposed to be a good year. This was supposed to be something encouraging. This was supposed to be better. And this is not better. And I know the last week was rock bottom. I mean, this won't be rock bottom if they lose 30-17 to 17 because, I mean, nothing can beat last week and how bad it was. Nothing. Really, no. But I will say this. If they lose bad to the 0-3 Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson, it's going to just get worse and worse. And the criticism is going to heighten and heighten and heighten up because it's well-deserved. This team should be better than this. They should be playing more competitive football at the least than this. It's so bad. So bad. They gave up 70 points last week, and the Bears are probably going to lose to them. 30-17. to 17. So maybe it is rock bottom. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this will be rock bottom. This team just gave up 70 points last week. They're also 0-3. They're also a major disappointment. And if the Bears lose to them 30-17, to 17, or even in general, maybe that will be truly rock bottom. Maybe that will cause something to change. I doubt it because obviously nothing's changed yet, but maybe that'll cause something to change up. I hope so. It's pretty bad in Bears land. It's pretty bad in Bears land, and yet we continue to come back. And this is why the Bears are 
given us a disservice because there are people out there who love this organization, who love this franchise, who understand its history. It's a storied NFL franchise. It's one of the original ones. And yet we have to sit here and be subject to this BS every single week, to this mediocrity. Mediocrity is a compliment in this sense. It is outright pathetic. We keep coming back. What a sad season for the Bears. I want to get to your comments here before we finish up the program today. Bears will be lucky to score 17 plus. I, I'm with you on that. This will be rock bottom because the Broncos gave up 70 points last week. Yeah, you and I are thinking the same way. I think the Bears will beat Denver in a close game. Then everyone will think they've turned the corner, but they won't have. And I could see that happening too because we all know how people work here in Chicago land. We know how the media works. We know how the Bears work, right? They win a game. They beat Denver. Close game. They pull it out, and everyone's going to be so happy. But the fact is, no matter what, then what? They're one in three? Yeah, good luck. Good luck digging yourself out of that hole no matter what. It's still a bad situation, win or loss at this point. And that's how it's going to be for the rest of the year unless they pull off winning like seven straight or six straight. Even five straight, maybe. I'll give them that. Bears will let their diamonds in the rough slip through the cracks. They'll most likely not give Bajant a chance. And they'll fail to realize that if any new head coach can come from this staff, it's Hightower. Yeah. Yep, yeah, a lot of people have been calling for Bajant to come on in. And uh, Bajan at this point is still QB3. So I think it wouldn't be bad to bring him in. What, what do you have to lose at this point? I don't know how well he's going to play. I really don't because he faced third-string competition. But what do you have to lose at this point to give him a few opportunities? I mean, Justin Fields could not be playing any worse. So I don't see why you can't try Bajan and see what you get out of him. At this point, everyone is gone. And we'll end on that note because it's true. At this point, unless the Bears somehow turn it around and go 7 and 10, 8 and 9, 9 and 8, 10 and 7, it's a shame and it's done. I want to thank everybody for hanging out and, and tuning in here to today's program. Appreciate everybody. City's 92.9 FM, AM 1230, WJOB, ACTV, Aurora Community Access TV, all of our great affiliates. You see them at the top of the screen. Support them. Hit up their websites and listen to their and, and watch their stations. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. Amish Country Farms is our sponsor, and the link is in the description of this video if you want to help them out and check out their page. That'll be all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the channel. Give me a, uh, a like on this video and subscribe for more Bears content, more great Bears content. We're looking forward to seeing you guys very soon. It's a tough situation, but we hope it gets better. Until next time, everybody, so long.